Welcome back to another episode of Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. Christy and Beth coming at you live and in Technicolor. Here we are. Technicolor, what? <laughs> I just made myself sound about 95 years old. Technicolor. So it was a thing back in the, let's see, when did Technicolor first come about? Remember like the Wizard of Oz? It was in black and white forever. And then they came out with Technicolor. Oh, okay. And they took all of these black and white movies and they started making them color with Technicolor. Oh, okay. I just called that color. I didn't know, like Technicolor. I think that was like the, that was the term that they used back in the day. I mean, that was way before my time. I'm not sure why, why I even why said that. Why are you being that. so old? I don't know. You know, I mean, it just came out of my mouth. That's one of those things I didn't think about before I said it. And then I wanted to backtrack, but it was too late. It was already out there. So yeah. So sorry about that. We're in color, y'all. Um, yeah. So uh, we were talking about New Year's resolutions and bettering yourself and all that fun stuff. Yeah, because here we are. I think that was our last episode. Yeah. We were talking about yeah. resolutions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. The new year is right around the corner. And it's that time of the year, I feel like, I know for myself, I always start thinking about and concentrating on how I'm going to make the next year better than mm-hmm. the the previous year. Yeah. And so, a lot of that, I mean, we're, you know, obviously, we're all about personal development and being better and, you know, healing from your past and, and all the things that just make you grow as a person. Right. So, this time of the year, I just feel like that's kind of a... A thing for a lot of people, not everybody. Like self-examination and reflection. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. And you know, the, around the holidays, pe- people tend to be more grateful and thankful. At least they should. Mm-hmm. And it's a time with family, which a lot of times that can be good, and a lot of times that can be bad. That can bring on a lot of uh, stress and anxiety and uh, yes. arguments and things like that. Because sometimes people are getting together that haven't gotten together in a while and yeah. maybe there's some bad blood between people and yeah. Yeah. If there's tension there that hasn't been mm-hmm. settled or, you know, you have some people here that have healed or that are, that are, that are working on themselves and being better. And then you've got another group here that are not, mm-hmm. I was going to say a cup something choice, but I decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> they don't care as much. So yeah. they're not really focused on that. So right. yeah, that can be like, Oh, well, and it's a time of year where some people might reach out that might not normally reach out because they are right. feeling a little bit nostalgic and, and maybe they are doing some self-reflection and they might reach out and, yes. and you know, get in touch with people they haven't gotten in touch with for a while. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a great time of year, but I feel like it's also a time of year that can just bring on a lot of uh, tumultuous situations you know, well, and you know, depression is much higher. Suicide rates are much higher this time mm-hmm. of the year, which is such a sad thing. Um, they're already much higher now than they used to be. And, you know, you have addiction, people with addictions, uh, a lot of times struggle more this time of the year as well, mm-hmm. because you do have a lot of uh, a lot of drinking and a lot of, of different things like that, um, that people struggle with. So you know, there are more temptations and things like that for people who are addicts. And also, you know, maybe people have lost someone close to them, yeah. which, you know, the, the time of the year when you don't have those people anymore that you normally would can be very painful and very hard for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So that leads to bad places as well. So yeah, this can be a wonderful time of year, but for some people it can be a terrible time of year as well. Well, and that's why I think it's so important to talk about, uh, still talk about 
personal development and and what we're going to talk about today. It may not be the happiest, jolliest subjects this time of year, but I think that it's needed because it is a time where, like you said, a lot of people struggle and they're, you know, a lot of people are doing self-reflection. And this is such an important subject because for me, I used to play the victim in my own life a lot. Yeah. And thank God I quit doing that at some point and learned to take responsibility for my actions. And as soon as I did that, everything changed. Yeah. And so I think that's something good to talk about because if you are taking responsibility for your actions, you can heal, you can grow, your life can get better, can get happier. Well, you know, I often say that when you take responsibility for something, you take the the power away from that or from what happened to you or from what you caused to happen to yourself. You take the power away from Mm -hmm. that and you take the power back. And like you just said, then you can heal, then you can move on, you can make your life better. But until you take responsibility for that, you don't have the power. I agree 100%. And, you know, the the reasons for taking responsibility is is for yourself more than it is for anyone else. Of course, it helps people if you take responsibility for your part in a situation or a wrongdoing. It helps validate that person and helps helps repair relationships if there's something's been damaged. But it helps you grow. It alleviates that guilt, shame, regret, a lot of stuff that comes along with poor choices or poor outcomes. And like you said, just takes away the power so that you're back in the power seat. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you want to grow like we I'd like to think, you know, I'd like to think that everybody wants to grow and become better. Unfortunately, I'm disappointed a lot of times because I tend to try to see the best in a person. And a lot of times I will think a person is headed in a direction where of, of personal development and, and making mm-hmm. themselves better and they're not. Yeah. That's disappointing for me. Well, I take responsibility for being, being disappointed because I've set my expectation somewhere that they should not have been. Mm-hmm. I should not have had an expectation for someone to to go down the same road that I choose to go down. Agreed. You know, I'm, I mess up a lot. I have messed up a lot. I'm sure I will mess up more in my life. But I always choose to get back up and to focus on personal development and trying to be a better person and to take responsibility for the things in my life that have not been the way that they should be. Yeah, and I think the great thing about learning to take responsibility, it's one of those life skills that you need to have because... If I go down that road, and I mean, I still do, you know, like I, sometimes I'll get in situations and I'll, I'll start to go down that victim road. And because I've tried to practice so much in my life taking responsibility because I saw what playing the victim uh, does for me, and it makes me just that, a victim. And I can't right. change anything right. and I have no control and I repeat the same mistakes. But having that life skill and practicing that regularly, taking responsibility regularly, before I get too far down that road now, I know how to say, wait a minute, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot to take in responsibility. I feel like people think that if you just say I did this, that that's it. But honestly, it's more involved than that. Yes, it it is very much more involved than that. Um, you can say that you did something and even apologize for it 
but you can still be a victim because I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but have you ever had someone like admit to something maybe or apologize to you, but then in another way, they'll blame it on you. They'll say, <coughs> excuse me, they'll say, you know, I'm really sorry I did this to you, but you know, if you wouldn't have done this or mm-hmm. if this wouldn't have happened, I never would have done that. Well, mm-hmm. that's not taking responsibility for something. No, there's a lot that's still victimizing yourself. Um, and, and, you know, being a victim is, is like, if you're saying you're a victim, you're basically saying I have no control to change anything. True. And, you know, there are a lot of real victims in this world. There are people who get raped. There are mm-hmm. people who get murdered. There are people who get abused. Mm-hmm. There are people who love or who lose people extremely close to them. You know, those are true victims of something that happened to them that they had no control over. Mm-hmm. So to me, when you victimize yourself over something that you had a hand in or you create a storm, like some people like to create a storm and then complain because they get stuck in it, mm-hmm. the storm that they created themselves. You know, when you do that, then you're being extremely disrespectful to real victims because, mm-hmm. you know, there are people who terrible things happen to them completely out of their control, and they have to learn how to heal and move on from that. So a lot of times I think if we do get in a place where we're, we're, we feel like we're playing the victim, maybe we need to step back and look at real victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And that's one of the biggest things is is playing the victim. Um, like you said, there's real victims. So first of all, that's just not the thing to do. Um, but also, you're never going to be able to really grow and take the power back in your life if, if you play that victim. And that goes hand in hand with blaming. You know, what is victimization? It means you're blaming something on someone else. And I mean, that's the first place that you want to go when you make a poor choice, most of the time we want to say, I did this because, and you blame here and you blame there and you blame there. And uh, really where the blame should be placed, if you're going to play the blame game, put it back on yourself. Again, taking responsibility because 90% of the time when I've blamed people, it's because I didn't want to put the blame on myself. Now, obviously, like you said, there's there's circumstances that were out of our control. And sure, other people's actions often have caused, you know, will cause you to do certain things that hurt people or whatever. But you can't do anything about other people's actions. So why even go there? No, you can't. And again, taking responsibility gives you the power to improve and to be a better person and to move past whatever it is that you're playing the victim of. Well, and I'm going to tell a story and I'm going to try to be as tactful as possible because I don't want to, um, I don't want to exploit anyone or, um, I just, I want to be respectful. Um, this podcast is about helping people grow and I, I would never want it to be, I would never want it to injure anyone. However, I feel that I have to tell this story because we're talking about this subject. Um, so we we're talking about the holidays and people reaching out. And just a couple nights ago, I woke up in the morning to a text, um, a long text from a friend I used to have. And um, this, this person admitted to me something that they had lied to me about for years and years. Yeah. And they apologized and they admitted it. And um, they actually said 
they were listening to a podcast and apparently I said something in passing on one of our podcast episodes, maybe referencing the situation. And they said that they heard that and knew that was about them. Obviously, I've never said any names. I would never do that to, to anyone. But I do have to say that I was very good friends with this this person for years. And I found out through other sources, not the sources they think I found out through, but we had mutual friends and I found out through a mutual friend that this friend very much betrayed my trust and betrayed me in a very bad way. And so I did, I distanced myself and I don't really remember all the details, but I'm pretty sure I just distanced myself. And then when they reached back out, I told them, you know, what I knew. Well, then that's when they denied it. Right. And for years, you know, denied even reached back out to me again had a phone conversation with me and denied and denied well anyway this friend you know said I did this you know I'm sorry which I very much appreciated however we talk about being kind and being nice Mm -hmm. and I was kind but I was very straightforward because I felt First of all, I felt compelled to reply because I want I want people to know, like, I forgive this person. I did a long time ago. Right. I did not want them back in my life because I didn't trust them. Yeah. But I forgave them because I understand. I guess I should say I don't understand why they did what they did, but I do because I know the struggles of this person. Right. So I'm trying my best to be tactful. <laughs> well, you also I don't understand want to, that. Yeah, I don't want to hurt anyone, but I do want to tell the story in, in true authenticity. So, yeah. Um, any Anyway, so we go back and forth and I was very, you know, kind, meaning I was straightforward. I was honest because this person apologized. And then in the next, this was all via text, in the next stream of text, they very much victimized themselves, even kind of turning things back on me and blaming me as if I wasn't a good friend or something. Anyway, it was a lot of, you could tell there was a lot of chaos and a lot of emotion and a lot of being unhealed in this text message. And so I went down the line and we went back and forth, finally ended the text. And, you know, I told this person that I forgave them and, you know, I really hope that they heal and they grow. But I did say, I hope that you will learn to take responsibility for your intentions because even though the person was taking responsibility for the actions, there was total denial about the intention and the choices made leading up to that. And, you know, basically ended like that, you know, I'll I'll pray for you. Now, again, I, I don't want this person in my life because I can tell there's a great deal of, of growing that they have to do. And I don't feel comfortable in a trusting way. Um, to, to have that person in my life. But to me, that was a good example of trying to do the right thing and, and taking the first step, but then still having complete denial of what led you to, to that place. Does that make sense? It does. Well, you said something about intentions. So you can't really be truthful and you can't really, I don't think, apologize for a situation to me that's the same thing as like if I apologize to you if I punch you in the face okay Mm -hmm. and then I apologize to you and I say I'm sorry that I punched you in the face 
it was not my intention to punch you in the face, but I punched you in the face and I'm sorry. Well, what was your intention? Right. right. Where, where did that come from? Was that just a, a, a reflex that you punched me in the face? Right. No, that came from some intention somewhere that caused you to punch me in the face. Well, and you know, I kind of, I talked to you as a sounding board because it was a difficult conversation I have. And truly, I am, I am not angry I am like I, I, I am healed. I don't I, I know that for just because I don't trust this person does not mean I don't want the very best for them. I love them. I mean, you can love someone and want the best for them without really trusting them or really wanting them close to you again. Right. Um, that's just a self preservation. I have to do that to protect myself and because I love and protect and respect myself. But I talked to you about it a little bit and you know, you said something because there was a long line of intention and choices in this situation way before the thing that hurt me and broke our trust happened, right? So this particular situation, there was a lot of choices and intentions before that that betrayal happened. Right. Which, was in t- which she was totally in denial of. But you said something. I don't know if you can repeat it, but... I said, like, I was telling you, you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like there was a lot of intention, even there, there was total denial of that. Yeah, I said something to you along the the lines of, I said, that's like walking up to an intersection and looking both ways and you see a bus coming, Mm -hmm. but you step out in front of the bus anyway. Mm -hmm. And then you say, oh, I didn't mean to get hit by the bus. It's the bus's fault that I got hit. Yeah, it's the bus's fault that I got hit. It's the interstate's fault that I got hit. You 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 saw the bus coming and you made the choice to step out in front of the bus. So how can you blame the bus? Well, and that's kind of what I said in so many words in in this this text conversation was, well, you had to have had ill intentions or you just would have never walked all the way down that road to get there. You know, there had to be some point where you said, wait a minute, why am I even doing what I'm doing? So anyway, I don't want to I don't want to linger on that. I'm sorry. You're going to say something. No, I, well, I was just going to say that, you know, if if you step out of in front of a bus when you see it coming and blame the bus, then there are people who do step out in front of a bus and don't see a bus. It mm-hmm. goes back to don't play a victim when there mm-hmm. really are victims out there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have patience for that, really. Yeah. And, you know, that I, I believe there could have been a different outcome. The outcome, like I said, it was fine. It was good. It was, you know, right. I, I accept your apology. You know, I hope that you will continue to acknowledge and heal. I'll be praying for you. But the outcome could have possibly been different had I known that this person was healed and that this person had really reflected in the way that they needed to reflect. But the reason I knew that they hadn't is because... I didn't respond in the way that they wanted me to respond right. initially. It wasn't exactly what they wanted, which I'm assuming what they wanted was just forgiveness. And yeah, we're good. Let's go. That's, you know, it's in the past. Right. Um, but I didn't respond that way. And as soon as I didn't respond according to those expectations, I mean, you know, we what we always say about expectations, then it it went south for, for quite some time. But I just said that story because it's a personal story and I've been in the situation before. I mean, there was even a place where I said, you know, the situation that I was back in in my life when we were friends is 100% my responsibility because I made poor choices to get there. Right. And 
you know, there was there was a, a, a place where I took responsibility for my choices and my actions. But going back to the healing thing, you're never going to be able to heal and grow unless you take responsibility for all of the parts. The action is is a part. The choices you make are a part and the intentions. It usually starts with intentions. And then we make several choices that lead up to you know, these actions and choices that lead up to where we end up at. And all of that, you have to take responsibility for, I feel, to really move on. Well, you know, it's like treating a disease. You can't just treat the symptoms of a disease. You have to treat the cause and the source. It's like you to wipe that out. Mm -hmm. So that's the same thing with actions and intentions and, and, and all of that. You have to, you have to get to the root of what caused something to happen. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it just goes back to taking responsibility and you can't fully take responsibility unless you take responsibility for for all of it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to add this because when you when you do that, it to me, it's almost like you're you're not you're not admitting it and taking responsibility because you're saying I did this. And, you know, I guess the part that was taken is I take responsibility for lying about it. OK, that's good. But then almost like I had no control over it, though. You should know I had no control over it. Which to me took away the apology and the fact that they reached out to try to take responsibility. It just took away from that. And it was actually disappointing and made made me sad because I was like, you know, I would have loved to known that this person was healed and and, in in a healthy place in that way. Well, you know, and there's something very disheartening and sad when you have worked really hard to heal yourself from things and then you encounter someone who is not healed yet. You know, that makes me very sad. And, you know, that's what this podcast and that's what we write. Like mm-hmm. it, it is for the people who still need to be healed because mm-hmm. you and I have been through things in our life and we've had to heal and we've had to work to to be better and to you know, to take responsibility for things that we've done in places that we put ourselves in and choices that we made. And I hope that anyone listening to this podcast or reading anything that we write, I hope that they they will try to to take the steps that they need to take to get healed and to to just be better to take responsibility so that they can take the power back and they can have the life that they really want and deserve to have. Yeah, I mean, that's why we tell these stories. Like I said in the beginning, I, I, I would never want to to hurt anybody, even people I feel like may have done me wrong. You know, I made a blog post once about the tr- poor choices I made that led up to like things like abuse and betrayal and things in my life. And you know, I said at the end of that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset at these people. I truly hope they feel they heal because they they're just broken like I was. And so that's ultimately what we want to help people with. Like, I, I want to help the broken and I want to encourage, you know, the people that are feeling down. But to do that, you really have to be direct and you have to get to the truth and you have to tell those stories that, you know, aren't, aren't pleasant. I mean, that was a very unpleasant, uncomfortable 
situation for me for first of all it brings up something from from my past you know this was when I was in a previous marriage that was a very unhealthy marriage and you know I'm, I'm so moved on from that that it's a little uncomfortable to just go back and hash things back out but right. um you know it's sometimes those things are necessary you just have to you have to tell those stories but obviously I want to tell them in a way that doesn't doesn't further harm anyone who's already struggling of course, and hopefully this person can just learn to heal and take responsibility for their actions. And, you know, I hope that anybody anybody out there who is unhealed or that's dealing with something or, you know, struggling with something like this, that they will, will try to heal and they will try to take responsibility mm-hmm. and they will look at, you know, the reasons why they're, they are where they are. Like what mm-hmm. choices, what choices did you make? You know, some things are completely out of our control and we can't we can't change those things and we can't control things, obviously, that are out mm-hmm. of our control. But, you know, something that has really helped me in my life is to focus on the things that I can control. That's all you can do. Focus on the way that I react. Focus on my boundaries. Focus on my life. And, you know, there's something magical about taking responsibility, though. There really is when you it's not easy it's not easy especially if you've done something if you've hurt somebody or you've done something that is questionable or you know you've made choices that put you in a really bad place it's it's not easy to take responsibility it's not easy to say hey I screwed up it's not easy to say hey I made this choice to go do this thing that hurt you and hurt others that's not easy but the reason I say taking responsibility is magical like once you give into that and you do take full responsibility for your intentions, your actions, your choices, then then it's gone. Like then it's gone. You can move past it and say, okay, I did this thing. I take responsibility for it. I'm sorry. Now, boom, throw that behind me and let's move forward. Yes. And it really is. It's like a weight will be lifted off of you. And, you know, I speak from personal experience on this. Once you take responsibility and move past that, then then you can live your life and and be happy and move past that. And you never have to revisit it again. Yeah, you can be honest with yourself having, you know, the, the bad thing about uh, being in denial or playing the victim. You're ultimately lying to yourself and that leads to lying to other people. Yeah. And, you know, lying is... Um, I mean, it's just never good. I know we've all done it, but like if if you habitually do it and then you go above and beyond to convince someone that you're not lying, I mean, that's a whole other, you know, that's a whole other thing that you're going to need to work on and a whole other problem you've created. So taking, starting with the taking responsibility can really help avoid all of those things like lying to yourself, lying to others, making excuses. Have you ever noticed when someone is guilty or has done something, they will over-explain? Yes. Okay. It, you can avoid all that and be at peace because that over-explaining is a, is a sign of guilt and shame and trying to maybe sometimes justify your actions. Right. And once you take responsibility for everything, you will let that go. Like you said, boom, in the past. Well, then also when you are honest and you take responsibility, 
you don't have to you don't have to over explain Mm-mm. it's just really simple you don't have to worry about if you said the right thing or if you said the wrong thing you just speak the truth because yeah i was just about to say because <laughs> you're just saying the truth yeah so there's and that takes a huge amount of pressure off of you as a person mm-hmm. pretty yeah. simple i mean i've been in similar situations that not too long ago where you know I received emails that was just blaming, 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 and there was no responsibility taking, except there was some passive aggressive responsibility taking. Do you do you know like passive aggressive responsibility taking? <laughs> Y'all, that's, not, that's true not real. That's not real responsibility taking. If you say, you know, well, I take responsibility because I did this. And it caused you to do this. So I'm sorry for that. That is not responsibility taken, no, y'all. No. That is not. That is just further lying to yourself and and further injuring other people. And, you know, the problem with passive, I always say my pet peeve is passive aggressive people. And it's because there's such a disconnect between actions and words with passive aggr- passive aggressive people because they will say one thing and mean the other. Say one thing and do the other. Yeah. And... It's just, you know, you have to own up and your actions have to match your words. And that that goes hand in hand with taking full responsibility. So, yeah, in anybody that's in question, that that ain't taking responsibility. It's just not. Well, and also <clears throat> victimizing yourself. I, I, you know, I've, I've known people. I still know people that will, you know, I, I like to say, don't set your house on fire and then cry because you get burned. So there are people. You got who, all the metaphors today. Well, there are they, they just fit. You know, yeah. there are people who either create a huge storm or, like I said, set their house on fire. But then they're the victim of the circumstances that they created, and so again, that takes the power away from them. That totally takes the power away from them. And we, on the other hand of that, or the, on the flip side of that, you have to be careful. Who, with people who victimize themselves because that house that they set on fire, they'll they'll invite you and welcome you into their house. Then they'll burn it down around you and you'll get burned. So you have to be wary of those types of people because you'll end up getting hurt and you're not a person who plays the victim. Yeah. Or you'll get blamed for setting their house on fire. Well, yeah. I mean, so. all of that. <laughs> yes, to all of that. Because... That's that's the problem. Even look, y'all, even if someone else had a part in that. And I will tell you, like, so I had a very bad marriage before. There was a lot of parts that were out of my control and that I had nothing to do with. It was a very toxic relationship. But I have to take responsibility for my part in that because the rest of it doesn't matter. My part in that was that I'd, I'd made the choices to put myself in that situation. Furthermore, I was a broken enough person to stay there for way longer than I should have because I hadn't healed myself. And and there's what I'm saying is, is even in the middle of situations where a thousand people are wrong and a thousand people did wrong, take responsibility for what your part is and you were, you will still heal you can still move on. You can still be happy. Well, and you know, when it all boils down to it is we said earlier about being honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself first before you can be honest with others. If you're trying to be honest with others, but you're still lying to yourself, you're not a healed person, you know, and sometimes 
sometimes we have a hard time admitting things to ourselves because it's easier, right? It's easier to blame other people. It's so much easier to blame other people than to take responsibility yourself. You know, I've been in relationships in my past where I was treated terribly, you know, where my, my, um, self-confidence was like hacked away at slowly to where I was just a fraction of the woman that I was before. And I swore I would never let that happen again. And, but you know what, like you said, I took responsibility for that because this is something else we have in common. I stayed in the relationship too long. Mm -hmm. Like I stayed there and allowed that to happen. So I take full responsibility for that. And you know what, taking responsibility for it made me a stronger, better, more confident person in the end. That's the cool thing about it, too. When you take responsibility, you are in control. I know I keep saying that, but you have control and the power over your own life. And then you can become the person that you really want to become. You don't need permission from anybody else. You don't. You can do it on your own at that point. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from your bad choices. Take responsibility and keep on trucking. Yeah, and you know, the, the thing is, is that that even if you're not the person who's who's struggling with the victimization and the taking responsibility, chances are you, you've, you have or will encounter someone like that. And, you know, here's the thing. We don't ever want to be mean to those people because those people are struggling it's fine to be straightforward like we said you're you're not an unkind person if you're straightforward and you call that person out you're not an unkind person you know you can you can say things in a kind way but if you are dealing with someone like that then it's okay to set boundaries it's okay to be direct it's okay to set, set boundaries let's try not to be mean or hateful to the broken and the people that are struggling and trying to heal, but it is okay to distance yourself. It's okay to be honest with that person, but you need to set healthy boundaries because just because that person is in the place that they are, doesn't mean that you have to welcome that chaos back into your life. You, there is a way to be, be kind without injuring yourself or, causing you to stumble along along your journey by you know I guess enabling that person would probably be a good right good way to put it well you know and what it all boils down to is learning to love and respect yourself Mm -hmm. if you love yourself and respect yourself the way that you should you're not going to put yourself in a place to play the victim. You're going to keep control and power over your own life Mm -hmm. and your own choices. You're going to protect yourself from those things, from those people. And, you know, if you want to love and respect other people, you have to start first with yourself and you have to make sure that you love and respect yourself. And if you're putting yourself in a place to where you are playing the victim of your circumstances or you're playing victim and you're not taking full responsibility for your life and your actions and your choices, then you're, you don't love and respect yourself the way that you should. So you really need to do a lot of self-examination and do whatever work you need to do as a person to come to terms with yourself, to figure out what's going on with you that makes you make these choices. Yeah. And it's, and it's so hard. The work is hard. It's hard work. It's not just work. It's hard work. I speak from experience. The reasons in my past that I would not take responsibility for my actions, because I had to do a deep dive into the why, 
why did I do this? Why did I make this these choices? And I, you know, I've written about this too. And I saw places of me that I did not like. I did not like the person I had become. It, and, and, and it was hard to dive into some of those deep places that we just cover up. And, you know, we, we ultimately sometimes repress and even forget that they're there. But it's hard work and you do have to dig and it's a long process. It's not like overnight, oh, I recognize that. Okay, I'm healed. But part of my healing was to set boundaries with people who had betrayed me or hurt me because for a long time I didn't and I allowed myself to be re-injured knowing what that person was, what they had done, how they were. I, I didn't set healthy boundaries with those people Therefore, it was my fault that I got hurt. It was my fault that I got re-injured because I didn't take responsibility for the fact that that I knew, you know, I knew I, I didn't stand up for myself in the way and I didn't put distance there. And that's why I have to do that. It's hard. I mean, I think it's hard if you're on the other end of it because you still love people. Um, you still miss people. You, you want them to be better. But you mentioned like you have to love and respect yourself enough to do what's best for you. Yes. I mean, I think ultimately that's, that's, that's the key that the hard work it is. You're right. It is hard work. Like I'm still a work in progress Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm, I'm 45 years old and I, I just told you earlier, I had something hit me the other day. I was, I was responding and reacting to a person a certain way and I kind of did some self-reflection and I thought, why am I doing this? Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like walk on eggshells around this person. And then all of a sudden I had a moment of reality back to my childhood, how I used to do the same thing. And I thought, you know, oh, that's crazy. You know, you think you're at a point where you're past that. And then you do something that you did when you were a child and you're 45 mm-hmm. years old. But the difference is, as I recognized it, I was it, just going to say, that's but the difference that you recognize yeah, that, that I reckon- that's from past childhood things that you've yeah. gone through. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the key is, is once you, once you are in a place, but, I, but this is the, the difference. Like I'm healed now. I looked at that and I said, Oh, it's freeing. Yeah. I see why I'm doing that. And I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Like I am a 45 year old woman. I'm not a kid anymore. And mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. Right. Like I can be and act and feel and say how I really be and act and feel and say, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's, you know, we're all still working. Like I hope that I'm still progressing and that I'm still learning until the day I die. That's what I hope. I hope that I'm becoming a better person and that I'm learning more about myself and loving and respecting myself and loving and respecting others more and more and becoming my best self until the day that I breathe my last breath. I couldn't agree more. I believe that that's what I, I believe that's what we're supposed to do as humans is is we're supposed to grow and evolve and change and say, oh, that wasn't right. Let me do things better. Let me do things different. And you ultimately become become happier. You getting to know yourself it is hard if, if you're like me and you've been a crappy person and you have to really dig into places that you don't want to go. But once you get to know yourself, like you recognizing that about yourself and going all the way back to your childhood, it is so freeing and so empowering. You 
we've said it a billion times already, but you have the power once you do that and you are back in control of who you're becoming and who you're changing into. And I love that. I love what you said, because I want to be the same way. I want to grow and evolve and be better than I was yesterday until I'm not here anymore. Well, you know, and that's what also gives us the power to help other people. And that's Mm -hmm. what we all ultimately, I mean, you know, I, I, almost everybody I talk to wants to help others. Yeah. They want to make the world a better place. They want to, you know, they want to make the best out of their situations. And I think that growing and evolving and healing and taking control and responsibility of your life, then you're in the driver's seat and you can stop up and pick up a hitchhiker that's, you know, Mm where you were mm-hmm. that or that's you know still trying to find their way and what what is it with the metaphors today it's like <laughs> you're on a roll <laughs> I, I need to start writing a book of metaphors I think but um but yeah it's you know that's ultimately what makes it all worthwhile to me too is being able to help other people like healing past something that somebody else is going through and then you helping them along the way, Mm -hmm. you know, to heal and to get better themselves. That's what it's all about. And just that's what makes it all worthwhile. It, it, It really does.